Who would have thought that a rock star from the early 90s has a farm in, in Tennessee? <laughs> That's oh, great. I know, man. Well, you know, it's, you know, here's the truth. You know, I have 12 acres out of here, and I just I, I live a good life. The Industry 45 Show. Hey, this is Mark Slaughter, and you're listening to my good buddy, Shane Christopher Neal, on the Industry 45 Show. Listen and crank it up, baby. Locked and loaded. The Industry 45 Show with host Shane Christopher Neal. All right, Industry 45 Show, uh, giantfm.com. Just a reminder, you can check out my show every Saturday night. Yeah, 7 to midnight, 70s, 80s, 90s. Giant FM, you can uh, stream at giantfm.com. And speaking of the 90s, uh, the rock star voice of the 90s, Mark Slaughter. How you doing, Marcus? I'm doing great, man. Good to talk to you. Yeah, it's been a while. And I was so excited when I saw the news of this uh, new release that you had coming out. And uh, first of all, how are you making out there? You're in Tennessee, right? So things going okay? Yeah, you know, it's kind of opened up here. And, uh, you know, everybody's just kind of in their... You know, Tennessee's got that whole uh, redneck mindset, I'm not going to get COVID attitude. And uh, so everybody's just walking around just as normal, you know. Uh, you, know I, you know, there's one extreme or the other. I know you guys are locked down, but I mean, there's got to be an in-between that works for everybody. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I agree that's, with you. Uh, but, but you've been keeping busy. I see it, you know. You've been keeping busy. So oh, yeah, man. That, that's yeah. that's yeah, awesome. Recording and yeah. Good stuff. So let's go to, to to the big news here, which I'm. I'm. This is so cool that you're you're having an issue of uh, Fear No Evil. The box set is uh, out for pre order right now. I believe uh, it, it does not get delivered. I don't right. think until September. But so let's start with this though. Before we talk about the box set, um, you know, right from the get go, I've told you this before. Always a fan of Slaughter. Stick it to you. Wildlife. Those two albums, you know, when they came out, to me great timing all of a sudden fear no ever comes out it's it's 19 what 95 the genre has kind of changed yeah. yeah the the genre's changed a little bit but take me back to recording this because if i'm not mistaken it took a couple of years because dana was in an accident or something i recall right 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 it was 93 it was 93 that we actually recorded it uh going in 94 that we were going to release it on uh on emi Dash Chrysalis, which is the label we are with, and we realized that they were just kind of, they were just starting to close all their doors, and we just said, well, why don't you just let us go, and we went with a small independent uh, to actually finally release the, the record, so they bought the record out from, um, you know, from EMI, but, you know, it was just kind of, it was just a weird, it was just a changing of uh, how the, the industry is going to be, you know? Absolutely. And, uh, it's it's in hindsight, I, I you know it's just a, it's how things work, but at the same time, you know, we this record got kind of lost in the shuffle, and and uh, during the COVID times, Dana and I were throwing stuff that we were going through our dads, and you know, we're one of the only groups from our genre that was uh, self-produced, wrote our own music, and and still perform it to this day. So you know, we just decided, hey, let's just let's go deep, let's let's find some, some demos and some stuff off this stuff and put it out on vinyl. Let's actually have vinyl records because we never did have vinyl records. It wasn't our, 
it wasn't uh, the label that we were with never put it out that way. I heard, you know, speaking of vinyl, though, I want to piggyback on this for a sec, because I didn't know this. I heard you you were telling somebody, I think, in an interview or something that Columbia House actually put it on vinyl, though, like because you could get stick it to you on vinyl. And I don't don't understand how that works. It was not made for that. Um, they licensed it to they licensed it to Columbia House as like you know kind of a licensing deal. Let's be you know it's kind of like uh, you know somebody who's leasing your land for a second. They don't own it, but they can lease it for a minute. So that's how the Columbia House you know all that those record clubs work. So they put it out on vinyl, but it was never released on vinyl. So yeah. when you see that. It was real blurry. The, the artwork is kind of, you know, looks like, you know, it looks like a bootleg in essence. It, it is because the quality wasn't mastered for that, meaning it was, you know, the CD mastering was a lot hotter, so it really wasn't made for that. Um, the only vinyl that was really done proper was in the UK and uh, also in Germany. Oh, nice. And, okay. and those are hard to find. Yeah, that was interesting when I heard that. I, I did not know that. So this album, what do you remember about recording the album? I know it was a long time ago. Um, and where did you record it? We recorded it uh, at Pasha. Um, it was the last, we were the last band to record in Pasha, which is where uh, Children of the Sun, Billy Thorpe, um, Al, I think Aldenova, I believe he did his drums there. Um, it was just a really good recording room for drums, especially. And, uh, we recorded it there and then we recorded, uh, some of it in Vegas and some of it, you know, we kind of spread it around all over the, um, because it was becoming an independent mindset. Um, and, uh, so we finished it up at O'Henry and that was, uh, you know, we're just kind of going, well, what's going to happen with this whole industry? We had the record in the can for probably about a year. So how would you compare the album, Fear No Evil, to Wildlife, Stick It To Ya? Like, what, what is your perception now, years later, that it is as competitive of an album? Do you like it better? Like, I go back to, I'm a big Warrant fan, and I love the, the early Warrant albums. Right. Doggy Dog, and I had an interview a couple of weeks ago with Joey Allen, and I said, sonically, Doggy Dog's the best album you have. But the timing kind of was shitty when it came out. Right, right. And I think that was uh, Michael Wagner who produced that. I, think. I believe so. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think that, you know, look, I think everybody gets better at what they do. I think the sonically, uh, Fear No Evil is a really good record. Stick It To You is a totally different animal to that because it wasn't, uh, it was, you know, we were songwriters with good songs and, and we were doing it in the studio the band never played live until we did our first show with Kiss. So then we toured and we were out with, you know, we had been, by the time Fair No Evil was done, we had toured with Kiss and Damn Yankees and, and you know, and Ozzy Osbourne, et cetera. And by that time, we were more of a live band. So it's a different feel on that record to me than the other records because it was a live band going in the studio as opposed to, you know, uh, songwriters with good production skills. Right. You know? That's a great point. So talk about how this all became. You said you were uh, talking to Dana. Uh, Jason Herndon is part of this as well, right? From uh, Kiss My Wax right. Records. So right. so tell me about the genesis Correct. of how this all came out because this definitive edition, which we'll get into, is is just awesome. It's, it, you know, and there's, there's a total of 500 of the box set. 
I think there's only a hundred left. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's almost gone, but, uh, it, it was, you know, it's, it's really expensive due to the fact that, you know, a, the, the, it's got like a program booklet that these guys have been, uh, going through, uh, a buddy of mine, Pat Lucero that I grew up with has archived all this stuff and they're putting together, you know, kind of a timeline and this is the artwork and this is the original artwork. So, it's like one of those things that all the things who the people who's the super fan of it, um, it will be in this box set along with the demos of this record. We had some of the demos that are actually on vinyl, but that's the only place that, uh, you know, you'll find some of this stuff because that's, you know, we went through our dads and found it. We're going to master those too. Uh, Maury Applebaum, uh, uh, more Applebaum, uh, is going to, master it so it should sound amazing you know uh, and that's right did dream theater and faith no more that's correct uh there's yeah. a there's a, yeah, a, a real dude there's yeah. a, a all the images and photos so where do these come from because if you're like me over the years like you don't know where anything is <laughs> it doesn't matter what you did so you're you're well, you're asking people to help you out like where did all the pictures come from well a lot of it is with my my friend pat that we grew up together and a lot of times i just say hey pat hold on to this and and he was just he's just that guy. He's just very good at archiving these things, and he has you know the things that I had uh, already archived. And Jason and Joe over at uh, Kiss My Wax, they went and called people. Hey, what do you have? And what you know? Do you have any other like shots that are different than the shot that everybody else has seen? So it might be the second or third shot after that. So. You know, they really went into some really, you know, good depth with photographers that we haven't shot with in, you know, 25, 30 years, you know, so it's, it's, wow. it's crazy. And, but it's, it's done right. It's done with love. It's done the right way. There's no, there's no big money grab in this for us. Uh, you know, the cost of making vinyl and the cost of doing all this and is, you know, the end of the, of the, of Bloss flying out and Dana flying out to Tennessee so we can sign every single one of these box sets. You know, there's, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of expense in doing this all right, but it's, it's going to be done right. And that's a key point. And I might add that beyond the box set, they're also releasing, um, fear, no evil, just on, on vinyl right. above and beyond the box set, but it doesn't have all the, the, you know, the super stuff that's, uh, it's certainly going to be worth, <laughs> you know, Absolutely. I'm going to get one copy of it. I should buy, I should buy one or two, just invest in myself. You know, because <laughs> I know this is, you know, you know what I like, I mean, some of our, some of our slaughter t-shirts are worth 300 bucks on eBay. I should have held on to all of them. <laughs> yeah, you don't have any, you know? you're, you're wearing a kiss one or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tell me yeah, about, exactly. I'm wearing a kiss one. Yeah, exactly. Tell, tell me about this golden ticket. This is really cool. There's only literally one in the box set, but maybe you can explain that because it's it, that's really cool. Well, you go into the Willy Wonka mindset, which is that somebody's going to get the golden ticket, and it basically allows them to go to any show from this point forward when the band is touring, uh, anytime, any place, anywhere. And uh, we just thought it would be really cool to to you know put something in there. You know, we look at it as fans as we're putting this together. Wouldn't it be cool if we did this? Wouldn't it be cool? Because we know, you know, if it was Kiss or one of these other bands, if they did something like that, it was it means something because it's it's from the band. It's not just the marketing. 
working. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's something we enjoy doing. We enjoy that aspect of what we do. And, and uh, it's, you know, it's just kind of giving back, so to speak. We've always been that type of band. Well, it's funny because you just mentioned how much you're a part of this. And I remember years ago, uh, there was a Live in Japan album or something that came out from Night Ranger. And I remember uh-huh. listening to an interview and Jack Blades made a comment saying, really? Because I didn't know we had one of those. Like, meaning because the labels just did whatever they wanted to do, right? And whoever owned the publishing, they, they went. This is like you guys saying, the three of you say, we're doing this with love. This is for our fans, the people that have made us, the people that are important in our career. And that is super awesome because this doesn't happen very often, man. No, it's a, it's a time capsule. And, you know, even as we're going through the COVID times and going through our death and cassettes from, you know, from 20 and 30 years ago, you know, there, you listen to this stuff and you just go, wow, what a trip, you know, because you know, you're so busy living it, you don't really go back and rewind for a second to see where you've been. And I think in that side, we, we, you know, there's the record is a really good record. There's some really good songs on it, but the recordings of the drums, I think were probably the best drum sounds we had on any record. And, uh, but it was, it was really an organic record. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm still proud of it. It's it's just a different time, a different place. But, you know, listening back to it, I go, you know what? We didn't do anything wrong. It's just that, the, you know, the different chapter in the legacy of different music. You oh, know? absolutely. It's just a new time for a new, a new flavor was coming in, and that's what it was. Well, I went back to re-listen to a lot of this album, and uh, it reminded me of all the great tracks that you put out. And you, you sang, like, you always sing great, but this album... This morning I had it on on uh, repeat while I was working. I was like, Jesus Christ! Like you were like on your A plus plus game. Yeah, that, I think that was a good vocal record for me. I think it was a really, you know, I I think that the I had wear and tear on my voice, so it was getting to be a little bit warmer. Um, but I still had you know, you know, a lot of the shrillness when I needed it. So it was a good balance at that point. You know, again, this is you know, 1993, 94. Right. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It was 95 when it was released, but that was the time we were making the record. So what's going on now? Did I see, are you guys playing um, uh, uh, this summer? We are. We are. Um, we have shows and, you know, Dana and I always put a comma on it because we've been kicking these, shows down the road like a can sure. uh, for a while but uh, some casinos are like we're out of money we can't do it um, some of the festivals are like we don't care we're putting it on so we have several of the of those festivals the Lakes Jam the Freedom Fest uh, M3 we're also doing and uh, they're actually opening up the lawn so that's going to be full blown open um, but, you know, I, you look at it and you just go, is there going to be another plume? I mean, nobody really knows right. you know, how it's all going to open up or stay opened up if, you know, if not everybody's vaccinated. I mean, who knows? But, uh, you know, hopefully we squash this thing enough. But, you know, it's a, just a big question mark over any show that we have booked. So, you know, I don't, you can't get emotional about it. You just go, yeah, we have a lot of shows so far. We have about 25, 30 shows this year but as it unfolds. 
you know, I'll believe it when I get, you know, yeah. when I'm going <laughs> I, to the absolutely. I hear you a hundred percent. How about any, yeah. we ever, you know, that, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm all right. No, go I ahead. just, I just want to know uh, any new music. Will we hear at all? Or is that not something that's top of mind? You know, it's, it's, it's something that we, we want to get into. Um, you know, I've been record. I'm on constantly recording. I have a studio at my house and I haven't stopped all these years. I've done several solo records and worked on other projects, but I think it's just, that's just a, a, a labor of love because I love doing it. Um, as far as the band goes, we just all got to get in a room and do it. Um, and it is a different dynamic when it's done in a band than when it's just, you know, uh, absolutely. Person, yeah. You know? So, so, uh, so I'm looking forward to hopefully doing that soon. But in the meantime, I've been doing tracks. I, we did a tribute to Mark Craney, who's, uh, the drummer of, uh, Gino Vanelli and also uh, Jethro Tull. We did kind of a tribute record to him, Jimmy Haslip on bass and Joe Vanelli on keys. So, I mean, it's been a blast. It's been, been really cool. So that's right more towards the Prague, you know, the Gino Vanelli stuff that we're doing. So it's kind of that Prague pop thing that was going on in the 70s. So, I was, I was going to ask you... you, know, uh, you go if- back and you let... I was going to ask if you were, uh, you know, how, how Josh Egan was doing. I haven't talked to Josh in a while. Josh is great. I mean, we've done it. This is some of the projects we're working on. We did another uh, Seven Angels track uh, that turned out uh, really good. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's just, uh, we're just keeping busy. I think we're just really loving uh, making music is just a key point. And I, and it's, again, it's, there's really no dollar grab. It's just uh, for the love because you love it yeah absolutely it people the, the people that you actually like as human beings as well you know what i mean no i get that's I half get it. of it to me anymore absolutely have you so, uh, have you on a side note of i mean i know dana plays uh with 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 vince and does a bunch of stuff have you spoken to him lately i mean i know the media's been all over vince neal <laughs> after uh what happened oh, but well, uh, dana, yeah dana, yeah dana and i speak every day i mean we're 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 brothers from, you know, from 85 forward. So, um, you know, I've known him a lifetime. So yeah, I've, I've kind of caught wind of it. I <laughs> did he I go, Oh my God, you know, Mark. Been, <laughs> yeah. He, well, he's, you know, I think worked out with, you know, with certainly with Vince, you know, I think that he, you know, he, he'll be ready when they're ready to tour. I'm sure because, uh, I think that that last show was, you know, all singers have tough days now and then. Yep. He's a good guy. Um, he'll, he'll find his way through it, I'm sure. Absolutely. It's always awesome talking to you. You're always fun and you got some great stories. And I do appreciate you. And, uh, you know, I'm excited for this. I'm going to buy the album. I'm probably not getting it on the definitive edition because it's going to be sold out before I buy it, probably. Although you never know. Right. There's 100 left. Yeah. You know, well, there's 100 left. It seems like they're they're going quick, but you know it's it's a it's it's a time capsule, and I think that's really where we're at with this whole thing is to put on something that you know this record was not the most popular in the world, um, but it's a good sleeper record that's out there, and we just wanted to put it out in the in the right way with the the audiophile people that really love you know listening to vinyl. There is a different there's a different mentality to it. Those are people who really listen deeply in their records, you know? 
Uh, awesome. And like I said, I listened to it today and it reminded me of songs I haven't heard in a long time and reminded me how great your band is. And I hope you guys come to Canada. Uh, I mean, you know, in light of COVID and stuff, but one day soon and I can come and see you guys because uh, I enjoyed my yeah, slaughter days yeah, in the 90s absolutely. watching you guys. You played Hamilton, Toronto. I was at all those shows, man. I loved it. Oh, wow. That was great. That was great. That was when we, when we played out there with uh, Poison and yep. they had uh, banners, the banners on fire and yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> that was that was that was a good time. Listen, I I'll tell you one thing about Canada, man. It is a beautiful country, every aspect of it, all the way across the board. I mean, it, it really is a. You guys are very blessed with a with a wonderful country to to live in. You know, um, you know, I spent a lot of time up there, and and uh, every time I go up there, I just go, man. You know, I I, I get where you guys are at. It's just a good place. Well, we appreciate slaughter here in Canada, so. Giant TV's Industry 45 Quick Spin Show with your host, Shane Christopher Neal.